0: Welcome to the Imperfect Church Podcast, the podcast for the imperfect church and the imperfect pastors that lead them. I'm Ryan Reed.
1: And I'm John
0: Martin. And this is the Imperfect Church Podcast.
1: Well, here we are again.
0: John is out (laughs) of his bubble, guys. He was trapped (laughs) in a bubble like Bubble Boy. Oh, God. And we've released him from that bubble. And so hopefully our audio is
1: fixed. (laughs) Yeah. So here we are to record this one. That's right. Again. Again, (laughs) Again, which is good. Uh, It's good. we were really we really pumped up that episode too. We were like, man, this is going to be good. Yeah, we were really excited about it. it. Real, so, if and you then you it, right, to right, it right. which several of you
0: did and we really appreciate that. <laughs> we are so sorry that uh John was in the bubble for yeah, that. Yeah, right. Episode.
1: I'm gonna, we're going to blame that one on you, brother.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was your microphone that was off. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, John, uh, did you have a good a Merry Christmas?
1: Yes, we did have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, I saw yep.
0: that you got for Christmas a nice purple cast. We did. Yep, yep.
1: my daughter broke her arm Christmas yeah. Day, Christmas, Christmas Day. Night. Oh, yeah, geez. nothing like the emergency room on Christmas. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I imagine
0: that's exactly what the emergency room is like too. Yeah.
1: So today, actually, she got her cast put on a permanent cast. Yeah. Wear it four to six weeks. Yeah, and, four uh, to six weeks. Well, what yeah, else did you get better. for Christmas, John? Uh, that's about it. That's, that's all I it. got. That's all you got. That's all you can afford, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's right. great. I got a visit from Santa Claus. Got a visit from
0: Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, I had a good Christmas. We, yeah. uh, we've been traveling and we've been all over the tri-state area. Yeah. Actually, yeah. we just went to, uh, Tennessee and, and to the <laughs> Delta. Usually we go to Arkansas to see, uh, my wife's grandparents, but we didn't this year. So yeah. we well, had a good time good. though.
1: That, that ability to travel is good though. Yeah. Luckily yeah. all of our parents are close by and so we don't have to do that much traveling. That's but. right. Uh, anyway, it's good well, to we be good time. To see them.
0: But we there are going you. to redo this episode, which is good because we found John's notes, <laughs> uh, which was good. Yeah. Uh, but John took my notes. I did. Uh, for some reason. I did and, take And uh, we don't have them anymore. So I'm going off the fly here. Yep, yep, yep. Well, they had um,
1: all of season two on it, on the back of it. Yeah, that's we wrote right. wrote down all of season two. That's right. That's right.
0: So, but this is the first episode of season two. Um it is because we determined it would be that's right so hopefully this will be the the first episode you listen to in the new year and so we want to kind of take a new year spin on this episode Uh, we want to talk about some of the good books that we read last year maybe some recommendations for you um and then we want to talk about uh, goals Uh, everybody's getting ready for their new year's resolution yeah yeah um and so we want to just talk about uh, what our personal goals are what our uh uh, what our church goals are, and then you know how to make good goals, all the yeah. good stuff, yeah,
1: good stuff, yeah, good stuff. no doubt, so are you a New year's resolution guy?
0: Um, not really, but I do like the idea of having a new year to reevaluate and you know have some yeah. have some things that you want to do. You yeah, know? good,
1: good. We'll get into that in a little bit. That's right. So That's let's right. go through these books. All right, top five books from two thousand and eighteen. That's right.
0: Books we recommend from yep. two thousand and eighteen. Yeah.
1: Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go ahead right, and start go. us off. So uh,
0: my first book that I really enjoyed um, in two thousand eighteen, I actually got for Christmas last year. Oh yeah. So yeah. it worked out. Um and it is The Vanishing American Adult by Senator Ben Sass. Yeah, I've heard it. I've yeah. heard about it. You yeah. heard about it when we recorded it the first time, John. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Uh no, I really enjoyed this book, uh, by Senator Ben Sass. And uh he was uh, formerly a college president mm-hmm. and then uh, a senator and he writes about this uh this idea of adolescence and prolonging adolescence. Yeah. Um and really uh, shows that there's a, there's a great difficulty in that, especially when we talk about uh, our republic and how to uh, continue uh, the health of the republic. You know, the, pro- the republic can't be sustained uh, by perpetual adolescence. And so yeah. how do we help our children to grow up? Yeah, yeah. How do we help them become men How do we get women? them out of the basement? How do we get them out of the basement? <laughs> how do we get the Cheeto dust off their hands? That's the <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah, that's uh, and he good. does a really good job in this book pointing out some of the, the issues and then offering some really good critique and yeah. some help. Uh, this yeah.
1: issue, so, and I, I've added too. that one to my 2019 list. Yeah, you ought to read it. It's pretty yeah, good. He's got I, a new I'll one out
0: too, uh, that I haven't read yet. Yeah, um, but I, I'm excited about that as well. Uh, he's not only a, a senator, but he can actually write, <laughs> so uh, that's good, you know,
1: <laughs> or someone else is writing for him.
0: Yeah, well, that could be that too. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's a uh, pretty um, you know, he's he's pretty intelligent. Uh, he yeah. has a uh, PhD um, on uh, St. Augustine, I believe. Really, is what he wrote on. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. I, I may be wrong about that. It could have been uh, John Calvin. I don't know, but he's yeah. he's got some A church interesting father stuff. anyway.
1: Church father, that's yeah. right. Well, I have uh one that, I, but I have two bi- biographies and uh, a fiction, and then a couple ministry books. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with biographies. Okay. okay. The first one is uh one that most people have probably never heard of. Uh, it's by Neil White called In the Sanctuary of Outcasts. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so Neil White is an attorney and gets in trouble for money laundering. Yeah. And uh, he he gets sentenced to prison, and the prison that he is sentenced to is in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and it ha- it's a minimum security. Prison because it's a white-collar crime. Right. Uh, but his prison sentence is to be carried out in one of the last leper colonies wow. in North America. Mm-hmm. So he's in he's in this leper colony to survive, yeah, to, to end up his uh his prison sentence. And it's just so interesting to have this high class attorney yeah. be placed in the midst of the lowest of low classes right. uh, mm-hmm. of lepers and right. how he interacts with them. It's a it's a beautiful book about uh, talking and relating to the le- the least of these. Yeah, huh. it's really good stuff. Yeah, interesting. So, I, yeah, I, I
0: think I put that on my list as well. Yeah, I'm um, sure you did. I, I did, John. <laughs> John, I, it's I, really good. I, I like reading, reading recommendations. Yeah, John. it's
1: it's good. I would recommend it. I really would. Mm-hmm. It, Neil White's actually a Mississippian. Yeah, uh, apparently still lives in Oxford. How about that? Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's uh you know if, you, if you're some good writers came like out said so they sure did. Like William Faulkner. They sure. One of my did. favorites. Yeah, so he's yep. good. Good. Go. You're number two. Uh, that's right.
0: I was going to tell you a nice little uh, story about the time that I went on a William Faulkner tour in college. but uh, we'll, we'll cover that that's later. That's right. We'll, we'll cover that in a, in a later <laughs> episode. I'm sure our our listeners are riveted by that already. I'm sure but they are. My second book is a memoir. Um, it's okay. called uh, "Hillbilly Elegy."
1: Yeah, I've heard of J. that one D. too. Vance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
0: another good one. It took it took the uh, the reading world by storm. I think it was a New York Times bestseller, uh, and it's basically Vance's story. Yeah. of growing up in uh, the Appalachian Mountain uh, Trail mm-hmm. in Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky area, and basically his family history. Yeah, and and how that part of the country is is really struggling in poverty and uh, bringing in um, you know drugs in that area and whatnot, and kind of how he came out of that and and how. How he, um, several people helped lift him up out of that, and he was able to uh, become a he's now a, a Washington attorney or yeah, something yeah. like that. But basically, how how that mindset um is so entrenched in that area, yeah. and it was almost like reading a family history. I mean, since <laughs> so you are I, a that's hillbilly, right. I, I mean, I'm from Tennessee, not You're too right. far away from the Appalachians, mm-hmm. um, and and that that. Really, if you look, at it, that, that that book could have been set in my hometown. In my does family. it
1: have a how-to section? It does not like have a how-to ha- to section. How um, to make moonshine? No,
0: but I tell you what, um, <laughs> this is a little fun vignette, um, but when we were growing up, my brother, my older brother, uh, was not a reader. Um, yeah. uh, he was a big redneck, and I found a book in his room one day that he had got from my dad. It was yeah. just an old book my dad had. There's always yeah. books laying around my house, and it was a book of how to not only make moonshine, yeah, yeah. but hide your still. <laughs> <laughs> and he had just found it. I'd love to find that book now. Uh, that was good. that was a book that was in my well, home. Well you, right never, know, you, you know? never know, you know. You never yep. know
1: when you're gonna need that. That's right. That's Prohibition right. may come back hey, around. And... It happened once, it can happen <laughs> again. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Uh so my next book is uh is another um uh, you know, kind of a biography book. It's called Same Kind of Different As Me yeah, uh-huh. by Ron Hall. And uh this again is about a relationship that you wouldn't think would have started. Uh-huh. Uh it's, it's it's like a uh art dealer meets a modern day slave. That's uh-huh. kind of the tagline behind it. And so uh these two guys are, are two guys that you wouldn't think would be brought together, but uh the Lord brings them together and works in both of their hearts. Yeah. And so it's a pretty tremendous little book. I, I read this book while we were reading the gospel comes with a house key, right, which yeah. is about hospitality right, and yeah. reaching out and touching those, again, in our society. Yep. They're the least of these. And so uh, but, that was a good kind of counterpart with this book right. to see it actually played out in real life mm-hmm. uh, and then reading that uh, hospitality as well. So same kind of different of, as me uh, by Ron Hall was my uh, my second book. That's that pretty I read this year. That's pretty yeah, good. Good stuff.
0: Well, my third book, and really how I picked these books was not necessarily... Um, the best books I've ever read, yeah. but books that I couldn't stop talking about after yeah, I yeah, read yeah. them. Right, right. Uh, and and this next one was one of those. It's it's actually a, a series uh, of young adult novels uh, written by Indy Wilson. Yeah, uh, he is the son of of Doug Wilson, uh, who's a pastor in uh, um, Iowa, maybe Idaho. I have no I, one idea. of those. Um, and anyway, Indy Wilson is a fantastic author, and he comes from a, a Christian worldview, but I would not say it's Christian fiction mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. much as it's just good fiction yeah uh, with well, a so redemptive story uh yeah it's I mean, yeah it's definitely it's rooted in a redemptive world yeah yeah so yeah uh, but it's the it's the legend of Sam miracle mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's uh it's a it's a time uh, time traveling story type uh business um uh, kind of set in the west uh, a little bit Sam miracle is a is a young man uh, who's trying to defeat uh, the evil and in a gunfight he loses both of his arms and he kind of sounds to, like Back
1: to the Future. Kind
0: of, it's almost like it's got some Back <laughs> to the Future in it. Yeah, um, but uh, he his arms are replaced with two uh, snakes.
1: Oh and so, uh, my. It's, no, it's, never mind. It's yeah, not like Back to the Future. It's Not at like all. Back to the
0: Future. But it is. It's <laughs> listen. I, I, it has been a long time since I, I have read uh, young adult fiction that was captivating, kept me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Um I mean, it is. It's. It's. It's, it's almost Himalayan. It's so. Uh, out there yeah uh, but it is just it's a fantastic story indy wilson is a fantastic writer um really anything that he writes uh, that I've read has been uh, you know, 100%. That's
1: interesting. And so
0: this is a, a fantastic book to pick up, a quick read. There's three of them. Uh, the first one is The Legend of Sam Miracle. The mm-hmm. second one is Of Glory and Ghost. And the third one is uh, The the Story of the Lost Boys or something like gotcha, that. Gotcha, gotcha. And they are so fantastic.
1: These, these are three books of a trilogy. Yeah, three, three books in a trilogy. Gotcha. And it's
0: his most recent young adult uh, trilogy. Okay. He has kind of a cult following with two others uh, that trilogies that I haven't read yet. And gotcha. I know Andy Wilson fans would, would jump all over me for not reading those first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this one just seemed captivating so I bought it. So yeah.
1: good. Good stuff. Well my fiction book is uh not about a boy who gets his arms blown off in a gunfight and yeah. replaced with snakes. Well that's a shame It is <laughs> is uh Gilead uh by yes, Marilyn Robinson. Fantastic book. Yeah. And so uh I I'll just say Gilead is a is a it's a letter written by a pastor to his son. Yeah and uh, who, who also was the son of a pastor yeah. as well. And so it is it is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It, it it's really good. If
0: you have not read Gilead, especially if you're a pastor, yeah, and I if you're like, oh, too. I don't read, that's fine, whatever, yeah. read Gilead.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. Because, because I'm telling you, you'll read stuff and you'll go that's yeah. the way it is in my life Absolutely, in my yeah. family I know what he's talking about yeah, right, I can relate to that man uh, it is so good I
0: love it uh, you know it's a, it's an older man writing to his that's right. eight-year-old son that's right yeah. uh, because he knows he's about to die and that's he wants right his son yeah. to remember him yeah, yeah. and you know, I think about that uh, one of the things he mentions uh, a brief uh, story in there he mentions rocking his son and singing mm-hmm. um I think he I think he said he was singing oh uh, what's the Isaac Watts song um anyway an old hymn yeah and, I'm, and I, at the time I was reading it my son was rocking age yeah and I thought I, I, how many times have I done that yeah, yeah, saying that yeah, same song yeah. to my son and it's just uh, it's a fantastic book
1: yeah it's a good book Full what's interesting beauty. about it is it's not divided by chapters no so honestly if, even if you're not a reader like you were saying you can read it like a, like a series of short stories right yeah because mm-hmm. it's kind of divided up that way yeah. so it, it's, it's a very good very good fiction book you yeah. definitely need to check it out for sure yeah Marilyn
0: Robinson really yep. good um, my next one is the Art of Preaching by Christopher Ash. Yeah, uh, this book—it's about uh, maybe 150 pages, 160 pages. It is one of the best books on preaching mm. that I have ever read. Yeah, um, and uh, essentially, what he does, uh, Christopher Ash, looks at the Book of Deuteronomy as a preaching book. Mm, okay. uh, it's a series of Moses' sermons, and yeah, so yeah. he draws from that uh, theological implications for our preaching. Yeah, uh, he he looks and he says, uh, you know, not only. Are we the church, the ecclesia, or in the Hebrew, the kahal? Not only are we the called, called out, out ones, yeah. um, but we are the ones who are called out under God's word. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? And, yeah, and yeah. man, it's, it is fantastic. Worth a read.
1: Yeah, good. Probably
0: super cheap on Amazon, too.
1: Yeah, I need to add that one to my uh, to my list as well. Really good. Uh ministry-wise, I have uh two, and these are my last two. We'll do them one at a time, I guess. That but one, <laughs> but the first one is The Reformed Pastor uh by Richard Baxter. That's a good and, one. And uh, I got to this one Through the Pastor's Soul uh, by Brian Croft. That's a good one. As I was reading... The Pastor's Soul by Brian Croft. He mentions or quotes Richard Baxter a lot from this book, The Reformed Pastor, and it is an excellent book. Yeah. Uh, it's convicting. It's uh, it's hard on you at mm-hmm. times, but it's a very it's a very good book for all pastors. I think pastors need to spend some time in yeah. this book. That's you know, good. let's read old books. Let's yeah. listen to the voices of old pastors. That's right. That's and, right. And uh, Richard Baxter, one of the best. Uh, yeah.
0: That kind of brings us around to our, our dead man walking before we give these other two. Okay. It uh, comes from uh, Erasmus. Erasmus, around the same time of the Reformation. Uh, he's most famous for his debate uh, in writing with Luther over the uh, um, the nature of the will. And I love his quote. He says, if I have any money, I buy books. If I have any left over, I buy food and clothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't is, recommend that. That's right. I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, but uh, sorry, honey, we're not eating right. tonight.
1: But look what I got. That's
0: right. I got a new book. Uh, so, uh, but uh, you know, I, I love that idea of beyond the pursuit of knowledge, beyond yeah. the pursuit yeah. to listen to these great men of the faith. Yeah. Um. In fact, in fact, uh, my next book is uh, on a great man of the faith that uh, passed away recently. That's uh, The Discipline of Grace by Jerry Bridges. Yeah, yeah. And I had never read any Jerry Bridges, and I had gotten this book. And uh, I picked it up a while back and, and just never – I don't even know if I got five pages into mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I finally picked it up this year, read through it, uh, and, and it rocked me. It was very uh, – it's just – it's so pastoral. Yeah. Um uh really eye-opening in a lot of areas. Uh, Jerry Bridges really understood um where obedience and grace meet each other. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. And does a good job applying that to uh, to the pastor's heart to, to the Christian's heart, really.
1: Yeah. Well, my my honorable mention, if I might go ahead and do that. Go one, ahead. Hit me. Is uh Habits of Grace. Yes, uh, by David Mathis, Yeah. and huh. so that kind of I think goes into that Jerry Bridges book. Yeah. I haven't read the Jerry Bridges book, but I'm going to assume that they're both. Well, about, I haven't read about the, uh, spiritual of disciplines, disciplines so, you know. right? Yeah. They're about spiritual yeah, yeah. disciplines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the one you mentioned. So that's uh, both of those are really good. Habits of Grace, simple, really quick read for mm-hmm. anybody. Uh, it kind of looks like what I call a coffee table book. Yeah, if you know what I mean, just a short little, short little hardback book. Uh, so that's my honorable mention one. But my last one, number five. Is evangelism and the sovereignty of God? Yeah. by J. I. Packer. That's a good one. Excellent book uh, on uh, the balance here of our call to be evangelistic versus the sovereignty of God's chosen. Yeah, and uh, you know we won't get into all that, but that's a that is a really good ba- equal balance, I think. Yeah, of perspectives on evangelism and the sovereignty of God.
0: It's a really good book. In fact, it my is. copy uh, is uh, covered in my mother in law's coffee. Really? Uh, because I was, I had it, I was reading it, and I was going with them somewhere and had it in the floorboard of their car, and she spilled her coffee. So <laughs> yeah, it smelled But can you like, still uh, read it, though? You can still read it. Well, just there it just kind of smells like French matter. vanilla yeah. ring. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. I have two honorable mentions as well. Uh, the first one is uh, another uh, memoir, biography, uh, and it's called Life Animated by Ron Susskind. Uh, and it's about the journey of his son who, at the age of two, um, essentially disappeared into autism uh so he was he he uh he began to show signs of autism and just and and, and essentially the the child vanishes begins to not speak anymore uh is not responsive um and uh, it really it wasn't until he began watching disney movies that he began to speak in disney uh and so uh, you know there's a scene where the f- first time that he says anything for the first time he um he begins quoting the little mermaid song poor unfortunate souls <laughs> so he's watching it and then he begins to say it over and over again. Yeah, and they don't know what yeah. he's saying. It's the first yeah. time he's spoken in a year, you know. Yeah. And they realize what it is. It's Disney movies. And so it's his journey um, into into adulthood, yeah. uh, wrestling with autism, and how uh, Disney and animated movies in general gives him a
1: voice. Where do you find these books?
0: I don't remember where I heard. I that I mean, one. Just, just out um, of curiosity. Well, I'll tell you where I heard that one. Uh, they made a movie out of it,
1: ah, and okay. I saw
0: the movie trailer, and about wept you. through it. And I saw it was a book, and I went and bought it, and it's I fantastic. Got you. Okay, uh, just. Such a joyful book. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And then, last but not least, my last uh, um, honorable mention is a new book this year. It's called How to Grow by Daryl Dash. Yeah. Um, and I picked it up at Lifeway because it was on sale and it looked, it had a good cover. I mean, so I judged the <laughs> book by its cover. Um, and it was really good. It's uh, basically uh, written to younger uh, believers and how to develop habits of discipline how yeah. to grow in their christian faith yeah um and it's very good daryl dash uh, has been a pastor for a long time i believe this is his first book um and he gives a lot of seasoned wisdom for new believers mm-hmm. how to set goals how to um follow out some of these spiritual disciplines and yeah. how
1: to uh, live them out in your life and it's great it's a good book good stuff good stuff is that all yours that's all the ones i got good deal so, we would encourage you to uh, add those to your list this year That's and right. uh, read those uh, this coming year. Hopefully, you have a reading goal for the year. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I typically yeah. don't set a number, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to set a number this year. And uh, th- I, I'm setting a number that I can obtain a manageable number. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a manageable well, that number. Goes,
0: that leads into our next section yeah, uh, yeah. setting goals. Mm-hmm. And John, I believe you have uh yeah. a goal setting uh, metric
1: for us. <laughs> I do. So when you think about setting goals, there's some few there's a few things that you need to make sure that uh that are present in those goals. And you can use the little word SMART. Oh, I love it. To set <laughs> to set your I love goals. Acronyms. Yes, <laughs> and a SMART goal uh is just one that it's easily achievable. And uh and we're gonna go through what each letter means. First of all, SMART, it needs to be specific. Uh-huh. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna right, do just not just not just not a generic idea of what might could right. happen, but let's be a, let's be specific about exactly what we want to obtain. So instead in the of next saying
0: year. I'm gonna lose weight, say I'm gonna lose ten pounds by February. That's right.
1: So okay. or or I'm gonna read some this year. Say I'm gonna read twenty five books this year. That's pretty year. good. Okay. So, okay. Smart. So these, these, that's right. M is measurable, measurable. All right, which goes right that's back right. into the illustration that you gave. So if I'm gonna say. I'm going to read twenty five books. That's pretty easy to measure. That's right. You can you can see at the end of the year whether or not you, you have you have read that much. Exactly. The A is achievable. So if you are not a very good reader, you don't need to try to read a book a week. Yeah. Right? Right. So you don't need to do that. You need to make sure it's something that you can that you can actually achieve. That's right. Don't put a goal too large. But also, you know, don't put it too small, That's but right. but let's let's make it something you can actually achieve, which is why I'm saying uh, the number that I'm going to read this year, because I think it's something that I can achieve. Mm-hmm. R is relevant. And basically, that just means it needs to be something that matters. Right. Okay. So uh, so let's don't set something that has no worth whatsoever. Let right. it be relevant to your work, mm-hmm. your ministry. Let That's it be right. relevant to your home or whatever it might be. So uh, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and then T is time-based. Uh-huh. So, in other words, let's set an end to when we're going to measure it to see if we achieved Mm -hmm. the specific goal that we set. You got it? So, in a year, I want to read 25 books. Well, that's time based. You've got 12 months to read your 25 books. All right. So, all of those, all of those ideas I think are helpful when we Mm -hmm. start thinking about New Year's resolutions, maybe, and how we're going to push forward into the new year. Let's, let's set goals that are smart, Mm -hmm. that, that are, you know, specific to what we want to accomplish they're measurable they're achievable they're relevant and they're also time-based that's all pretty right? good you like that
0: i like that I like you that.
1: love things like that i, I love, love you do. acronyms I you really do. do i know I you do. do
0: i'm a big fan of acronyms <laughs> so um let's
1: go on into what your goals are for the year so what is your first goal for 2019 my first
0: goal well uh, i've got these kind of uh, split up into maybe personal goals uh maybe some reading goals and then maybe a, a church goal okay um, all right so i'll start with the personal one and uh, so a uh, personal goal for me is I would like to um, to do a little bit more writing uh, yeah. this year. Of course, I'm in my PhD, so I will be yes, you uh, will. de facto doing more writing.
1: Yes, you will. Uh, but I would
0: mm-hmm. like to do uh, uh, just uh, more, maybe journaling. Um, you know, you talked about um, Marilyn Robertson's Gilead, uh-huh. and I think about I think about you know uh, God forbid, but if I die young, yeah, uh, I've got a I've got a son who is three, and I've got a daughter on the way, and I want to leave enough in print. Um. uh, That if if something like that does happen, my children will be able to pick it up and know who I am. Yeah. And so that's that's what I want to do more this year. I want to write more. Um. I want to write uh, not only academically, but I want to write more uh, personally. So that's uh, that's my personal goal.
1: Yeah. So my my personal goal was uh, not writing but reading. Uh All right. I've got a reading goal too. But but inside of my reading, I want to read more academically. Yeah. We talked about this. Off the microphones, uh, yeah. several weeks ago. And we ago. talked
0: about it when we recorded this episode <laughs> the first time.
1: <laughs> yes, we did. How, uh, we can get into the habit. If you, if you listen to my top five books, I mean, I had same kind of different of me in the sanctuary of outcast, uh, Gilead, uh, you know, all of those are light reading. Those right. are easy reading. And I want to, I want to, I want to get. Deeper in my reading, I yeah. want to read more academically mm-hmm. this year, and so, and that just is a habit of reading academically. Then you get better at at reading academically. That's right, the yeah. more you read that way, oh, the yeah. better you'll get at. it. And I was when I worked on my degrees. You know, you 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 learn to do that, but right. you get lazy and out of the habit. And that's so, right. uh, you won't get out be out of the habit. That's of right. That. But uh-huh. uh, but those of us that are done, you know, we kind of get lazy and begin to lay back a little bit. So that's, that's right. That's and then uh, when moment. you
0: uh, you know when you spend time reading academically, when you go back to one of those books. Uh, you find that you're a better reader, a more observant reader. So uh, there's benefits to that. Uh, So my reading goal, um, this year, last year, I set a a pretty stout reading goal. It was not smart. It was not attainable. (laughs) Um, But I'm getting close to finishing it. Here we're recording on the 28th. I've got three more days. Mm -hmm. uh, And if I don't do anything but read the next three days, then i may hit it. So uh, we'll see. Um, But this year, I'm not setting a number goal. I'm doing the opposite of John. I'm setting... um, some things that I want to read, and I, I want to really focus on uh, on quality. Okay. And so one of the things I want to do is I want to read through the works of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. I've got a two mm-hmm. volume work of Shakespeare. I want to read through it. I'd like to read uh, back through some works like The Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe the Institutes. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe another uh, systematic theology, something like that. So I want to look at, at more. Um, uh, more qu- quantity, quality of reading than a quantity, yep, yep. Uh, and one of the <laughs> things I want to do is I want to read uh, this year my uh, my Bible reading. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read out of the King James. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I have yeah. I grew up on the King James. and memorized a lot in the King James, but I haven't read through the King James in a long time. Yeah, and I want to do that. <laughs> Um. Sure. Good. So those are that's my that's my reading goal.
1: Yeah. My reading goal this year is uh, twenty six books. Twenty six. Yeah. Which I read that this past year, but yeah. twenty six books because I'm going to be reading differently this year. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be reading more academically. So that's a book every other week. Uh-huh. And so that's uh, that's my reading goal. I, I think it's achievable. I think it's pretty achievable. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> pretty smart. simple. Yeah. And so uh, because we read. About twelve together each that's right, year, That's right. so, so I mean just that's 12 not that really you gonna pick yourself that's so. right, yep, yep. Pretty so good. that's my that's my reading goal, finally, what's your church goal? my We're church winding down on time year. here
0: We're winding down mm-hmm. um my church goal this year is I want to uh focus on our church on uh what does it mean to be a church member, yeah, yeah. and so uh, one of the things I'd like to do is I'd like to uh either develop a sermon series or develop a devotional for my folks. Um, that really looks at what does it mean to be a church member? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do to be a better church member? What's expected of me? That's going to be my my goal. Yeah. Uh, another, I guess, uh, minor goal is I'm starting back in Matthew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> chapter 14 this yeah. Sunday. And I would to like... To finish
1: Matthew before the year's well, out.
0: I would like to be... At the crucifixion by Easter. There you go. Okay. Now that's that's going to be attainable. That's taking yeah. some of the, some of the passages in, in some uh, some bigger chunks. But I think I can do it. I've got yeah. seventeen weeks, and I, I've got roughly. I can do that. I think I can do that in seventeen sermons. So we'll yeah. see.
1: Your, your church members will be like, "Man, did y'all see what he did? He planned he planned it the all. Whole, that's right. Because the I started."
0: Last Christmas See, with the Matthew birth gonna, narrative. They're going to
1: think you're a genius. They, uh,
0: man, they already <laughs> think I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: telling you. Uh, so my church goal is to pastor better. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. And I think a lot of that has to come with what I read this year. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I, I think it, that's kind of pressed me in that direction. So I want to pastor better. Uh, Brian Croft has been a big influencer mm-hmm. on that. He's ten, he has 10 things uh, that uh, that every pastor ought to be doing. Yeah. Praying for every church member mm-hmm. by name is one of them you know and talking about his hospital visits and all that so uh, that's my that's my church goal pastor better. pastor
0: more gooder now
1: i've got some smart goals inside of that that are more specific and achievable and that we can measure, but we won't get into all that today. So this is the New Year's resolution episode. New year, new me. That's right. So you know, here's some books that you can, if that's one of your goals, here's some books that you can take and read and start your year off. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, hopefully you've heard some of our goals and you thought, man, that's something I need to do as well as we come into the new year. That's good. Yep. Parting shots.
0: As we we, uh, wind
1: down, uh, what are you reading? <laughs> I'm not reading anything okay well, hey hey no I'm, I'm I'm Cruise finishing into up. The new year. I'm finishing up uh holy sexuality and the gospel yeah I've got to finish that by next Friday yeah, that's right next Friday we're talking about it yep
0: uh, are you preaching anything I know this is the tough Sunday
1: no right? yeah this is but let' me tell you what I'm doing I'm taking Jesus in the temp Jesus as a child in the uh-huh. temple yeah. this Sunday yeah. and I'm going to follow the ministry of Jesus from his baptism through his temptation all the way up into Easter, that's so good. I'm going to follow the ministry of Jesus mostly in Matthew. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go into John into the signs yeah. that are in John, those miracles there, and then I'll be. Then it'll be Easter. So that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm going to do. That's they good. got the ministry of Jesus is kind of the overarching umbrella. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. that's good.
0: Well, uh, I am reading. I just finished today. Who stole my church? By Gordon yeah. MacDonald. You
1: um, recommend that one?
0: No, <laughs> um, no. It's, we don't have time. No, for we don't all have that, time to get yeah. into it. Um, it's read it read it at your own discretion. It's not yeah. like awful, but it's not the best book in the world. Yeah. Um, and then I am reading currently. Uh, I'm trying to hit that reading goal, so I'm reading back through the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, um, yeah. So I've, I, the last time I read those was when my son was born. So it's been three years. Uh, they're good books, and you know I find something new, and also they're easier to read. Mm-hmm, so I think mm-hmm. I can I can finish those. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, finish up. Um, other than that, I'm reading uh, The Elements of Style is when I'm starting for my PhD. Yeah, uh, by, sounds um, fun. E.B. White. Yeah, uh, it's good. I read it uh, about a year ago yeah. uh, before I realized it was part of my PhD reading. But it's only 85 pages, so it will work. Good. Um. So you know, I've got a lot, uh, a lot coming into the new year. So we're excited about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. man, we got uh, we've got a really good, uh, some really good episodes coming up as well into the episode two. So we got some interviews with some folks. Uh, that I think are going to be exciting and relevant topics. We've uh, we've got theology and theologians already lined up that we'll cover as well. Uh, But if you've got some topics you think, man, these are things that I think you guys need to hit that maybe you haven't hit before, uh, or topics that we've covered before, and you said, hey, you didn't answer this question on that topic. Mm -hmm. Man, let us know. We appreciate that. And uh, rate and review us. And Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's uh, funny, we'll uh, give you a shout-out.
0: That's right. Also, we're doing... um we're doing a book giveaway, John.
1: Oh yes, yeah, we are I forgot, I forgot about that. About that. Yeah. We are
0: actually giving away some of our favorite books this year. Yeah, we
1: are. So we're going to pick a few of uh, a few of Ryan's that he just mentioned, and a few of mine that I just mentioned. Put them in a bundle. Yeah, and uh, and we're going to give them away the first week of the new year.
0: Yeah. So look for that. Uh, unfortunately, John vetoed my Snake Boy idea. So, <laughs> yes, um,
1: that one will not be. Yeah, that included. one's not on the
0: list. So, uh, but we're excited about that. We do ask that you would uh, like, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and we will see you next time. Until then, keep loving your imperfect church. And remember, one day she will be
1: perfected and
0: glory.